Is it? Aaron Gabra. Oh, it's St. Patty's Day, isn't it? I think it is. It's me, Jake. I hope you're here. Today's show is going to be just slightly shorter than usual because uh, I've got to get out of here at uh, about 25, 23 after because I've got to take uh, our daughter to basketball. I hope I hope you can hear me is my main concern right now because now I realize <clears throat> sometimes sometimes you can't always hear me when I'm doing this. So if you can't hear me, I'm counting on you to tell me these things. Um, meanwhile, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh, here we go. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, oh, yes, it should be green pick, but, uh, I can't get that to work. Hello, Keith. Greetings, Gary. Greetings, Rachel. Happy St. Patty's Day. I am wearing green. Uh, let's get this, let's get back to normal here. I think I can, I think I can put myself back in the real game. Oh, there we go. So, um, St. Patrick's Day, I've got my, um, I've got my red hat and my uh, green sweater on. I'm also wearing, uh, my kilt, camo kilt today. Um, <laughs> you are bearable. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Christopher. Yeah. Oh, hearable. Yeah. They're great. Happy National Submarine Day, Bob. Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like your joke. For all those that are enamored of a thing long, hard, and full of semen. Ha, ha, effing ha. Well, Lady Jerry and I have been watching uh, Outlander on uh, Netflix. And so I've decided to uh, to start sporting the kilt around. Um, sorry, it's just a bit... I can't really get up on this wheelchair without breaking my effing neck. Jen, greetings to you. Flavia, you're eating a green salad. Yes, that does count. It absolutely counts. Let's see. Lady Jerry is just texting me. Um, <laughs> um, oh, Lady Jerry is saying it's taking a long time to do some things that she's busy trying to do right now. But uh, we're busy trying to do some things. Brad, yo, yes, greetings to you. And uh, welcome aboard. It is uh, our Thursday, St. Patrick's Day show. I haven't been down past uh, Jameson's, the Irish pub, a couple blocks from here. Um, you have green letters on your T-shirt. Yes, well, I'm wearing my Patty Smith uh, green T-shirt today. Um, hello, Laura. You're in Atlanta. You got your first dose of Pfizer today. You will. Lady Jerry and I are looking forward to our second dose, our final dose, next Thursday um, at the Jesse Owens... Uh, park down in uh, Inglewood, and I'm hoping that's going to happen. We haven't heard that yet. Oh, it is Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Did I say it was Thursday? I don't know. It's St. Patrick's Day. Wednesday's as good as anything. Um, I have uh, a couple things for today. I didn't pick an animal, but I do have some leprechaun facts, and I've uh, got this new box of dinner table, dinner party table topics, questions that uh, Julie has sent me. And so uh, we, we can bust out a question from the question, the new question box. Oh, my dear, there, there seems to be a wrapper on these. Well, I don't think we can make short work of that. Um, and I, what else can I tell you? I can tell you that I today have signed up 
for jujitsu. I'm going to be back on the mats as of April 5th when they are scheduled to reopen. And uh, I'm very excited about that. So that's going to happen. Um, we're going to happen. But it's Wednesday, St. Patrick's Day. It is Wednesday. You've been binge watching, watching Breaking Bad, Jen. <laughs> now you're tense. We've been watching Better Call Saul and Outlander. That's what, that's what we're going back and forth with. So um, we're back and forth. Oh, Flavia, I guess uh, Laura's been sending out some postcards. Yeah, people are excited about that. I should have asked about that. Uh, Brad, you're saying critically endangered Somali wild ass. Not a donkey, it's an ass. Yeah, well, um, that is, uh, that's, that's a possible later on um, adventure for us to have. But right now, I've got some leprechaun facts. Um, these are 15 things you probably didn't know about leprechauns. And I have to say... Some of these things I felt like I sorted, sorted knew, um, but then uh, did I really know them? Fact number one about leprechauns, although they might not match uh, your initial uh, idea of what a fairy is, leprechauns are fairies. Huh. Irish people, go figure. Um, in the miniature men are said to be descendants of Totha, Totha de Danan. Uh, a group of magical beings, and I apologize for that mispronunciation of the Gaelic, but I didn't have time to brush up on my Gaelic before the show today. A group of magical beings that served under the Gaelic goddess Danu. Uh, according to legend, this mythical group lived in Ireland long before humans inhabited the land. And that, I, that's what you hear about fairies, that they were around before us, the fairies. And we're watching, as I mentioned, Outlander. And so that's in Scotland, which is not Ireland, and they're not the same. But uh, it's a similar part of the world, and fairies are a big deal there. Jesus, what's dinging now? Um, oh, there aren't any female leprechauns. Sadly to say, uh, gender equality has not reached the leprechaun community. Um, there aren't any female leprechauns, uh, and... Uh, we don't really know why. As a result, leprechauns are described as grouchy, untrusting, and solitary creatures. Although, that leaves out the possibility that leprechauns might be uh, gay and uh, therefore happy. But uh, some sources claim leprechauns are the unwanted children of the fairy community. Hmm. I'm not so sure I like that. There is a leprechaun colony in Portland. There's this little place here, this this. Uh, street park. It's like a little manhole-sized place where this guy planted this tree in Portland. Um, well, Brad is asking how leprechauns reproduce. Well, they're described uh, as the uh, unwanted children of the fairy community. So, um, leprechauns don't reproduce. They're produced... Um, they're a byproduct of regular heterosexual production. Production, They can't reproduce themselves. And that's what causes them to be grouchy and untrusting and solitary. Uh, but this leprechaun colony in Portland, Oregon, this, uh, this little street park here that you can see, um, is uh, this journalist there, uh, Dick Fagan, took it upon himself to make use of this little park in the street, this little manhole-sized spot, 
And then he began writing stories about that spot in the newspaper. And he detailed the adventures of a small leprechaun colony that lived there. Um, and the modest uh, garden is called Mills End Park. And it became an official city park on St. Patrick's Day in 1976. That's the United States' bicentennial, uh, I might uh, mention. Um, so you can look up. Uh, that's something to see when you visit Portland, which uh, Lady Jerry and I are going to be doing later this year. Um, prior to and after we receive our truck camper. Mm. Oh, here's some fun facts about Mill End, Flavia. You've already... <laughs> wow. Um, wow, there's a lot of good activity in the chat. Brad Williams is not leaving his house today. Not a good day for him to be out. And about Rich... Oh, come on. Brad's a good guy. I don't think he is a leprechaun, though. Uh, leprechauns means... Leprechaun means small body. It's believed to be a variation of the Middle Irish word uh, leucorpan, which means small body. Um, well, how about that? Sometimes leprechauns are red. What do you think about that? That's why I've worn my red hat today. Jen, still waiting for my new hat. Uh, sometimes they're red, although uh, the Little Irishmen are now synonymous with the color green. They weren't always... Early accounts of leprechauns described them as wearing red and supporting a variety of hats, often three-cornered, three-cornered red hat. Michael, you're here. Uh, good to see you. Um, leprechauns have trouble, have a troublesome cousin called the Cluricon. The Cluricon is a mythical creature that shares many characteristics with leprechaun. These beings are always described as drunk and surly. <laughs> what do you think about that? They're often seen in stories riding animals at night <laughs> who hasn't done that or clearing out entire wine cellars also a thing that uh, i've participated in some accounts explain these troublemakers as the night form of leprechauns after a hard day's work the bearded fairies get so tipsy they become entirely different species the cluricon um so there you go leprechauns are bankers and cobblers of the fairy wheel world um, so yeah, they're known for the, the money. Of course, we all know, know about leprechauns bag of treasures, but, um, they're walking around making shoes. I don't know where that comes from. It's probably a good job back in the day, back in the day when there weren't, where there were a lot of fairies and only a few men. One thing those men needed was shoes. Leprechauns are sneaky. We all knew this. Wherever there are leprechauns, there are stories of people trying to steal their gold. The rule is, if you're lucky enough to catch a leprechaun, you can never take your eyes off him or he'll disappear. And uh, so this story here, which I'm reading, finally found a use for the old uh, small Kindle here. Um, the, the leprechaun points out the tree where his pot of gold is hidden, and the guy ties a red ribbon around the tree so he can come back, goes to get his shovel. When he comes back... All the trees are uh, have red ribbons on them. It's like a, it's like a variation on uh, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, if you remember Tony Orlando and Dawn. Uh, but uh, leprechauns are sneaky, like Tony Orlando. But leprechauns can be generous if you're kind to them. Constantly being chased for one's gold or cereal. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, can take a toll on a fairy's demeanor. Of course, somebody wants to get your gold all the time. It's going to make you cranky. Um, but one legend mentions a down-on-his-luck nobleman, nobleman who offered a leprechaun a ride on his horse and uh, then afterwards returned to his castle to find it filled to the ceiling with gold. What about that? 
Someone claims to have found the remains of an actual leprechaun. Oh, my goodness. And this is over in uh, uh, Sleeve Foy in Ireland. And this happened in 1989. 1989 is when when someone claimed to have found a leprechaun skeleton. 1989. Now, uh, I'm pretty sure that most of us were alive who were watching the show in 1989. But... uh, Jen, you're saying you've got orders for giant Easter peep bunnies, and when you finish that, you'll start on the hat. What color? Well, I don't know what color, Jen. We've got to probably discuss that. Um, You tell me. I've got a gray one. I'm partial to gray and black and those kind of um, gray, black, uh, off-white kind of colors because they go with everything. And so so that's what I'm partial to, but uh, I'm open to other ideas. Keep the hat. You have one for your Steve Sizu costume. Scott, that's where I bought this hat. When I was on uh, on tour, I was down in uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. God, Melbourne, Australia, doing the comedy festival. And I went to Steve Sizu to the uh, costume party. And that's what I, that's why I had this red hat. So we have that in common, Scott. Um, Pick, you're saying you hated the movie Leprechaun. I wasn't fond of it either. Although there's another... Um, there's another leprechaun movie about giant leprechauns, and I think it might have taken place in Ireland, but I'm not sure um, that I did enjoy. Um, Bob, you're saying you looked out the window of your golf course clubhouse after a bad thunderstorm and saw a rainbow that ended in your backyard. You raced home, and instead of a pot of gold, you found a yard full of dog crap. Probably some cat hair as well, is what I'd imagine. Oh, now, my, now the iPad's turned off. Um, that's how long it went on that. So 1989 leprechaun skeleton. And I have, I have to say that I have the leprechaun skeleton, uh, depicted here on the, uh, on the Kindle. That's the leprechaun scandal skeleton. It looks a bit like it might be made of some, uh, you know, chicken bones, but, uh, it is still quite good. And I, and I do enjoy that there are some bottles of, uh, liquor there as well. So, uh, you're eating a corned beef banh mi. One of your friends dropped off. Rich, you're lucky. You're mixing. You're mixing your cultures. But I love that you're going Irish and uh, Vietnamese at the same time. Um, <laughs> I'm a neutral. Yes, I'm a neutral palate. Um, it's rare that I would wear this red hat, and that's why that's why I'm encouraging my um, my helpers to get me uh, gray gray to black palette hats, although I'm not, I'm not, uh, I do love green. Um, so, uh, so there's your leprechaun skeleton there. Uh, leprechauns are protected under European law. Apparently there are 236 leprechauns that still live in caverns off of Sleeve Foy, where the leprechaun skeleton was found in 1989. <laughs> you granted heritage status to the remaining we people and now they have their own protected sanctuary nestled in the mountain. Meanwhile, here in America, we're going to drill for oil at Bear's Ears. Uh, oh, that's all I can say about that. My God, we've got a ways to go. Some, some accounts say leprechauns can live underwater. Uh, earliest known folklore feature of leprechauns comes from the Middle Ages. In it, Fergus Mack, Letty, the king of Ulster falls asleep on the beach and he awakens and the leprechauns are trying to drive him in, drag him into the ocean. 
but that's a, that's a rare description. But there may be aquatic leprechauns. So I did go for my sea swim today, and I, ha and I can report I did not see any leprechauns. I did do, sometimes I do a little somersault in the water to make sure my head gets dunked. And when I came up one time, I was very close to a, a looking kind of a cormorant uh, looking bird that had just ingested a fish. Um, leprechauns might have divine heritage. Some sources say leprechauns are derivatives of the Irish deity Loh, god of the sun and of arts and crafts. So, well, I'm into the sun and I'm into arts and crafts. After the rise of Christianity, Loh's importance was diminished and he was demoted to a shoemaking <laughs> folklore character. That hurts! That hurts! Did anyone... Did, do you remember when I used to be a god and now I'm a shoe... Now, now I'm a shoemaking folklore character? Holy crap! You think what's happened to me during the pandemic hurts... Imagine what happened to Law when the Christian showed up. Oh, my heart goes out to him. I can relate, brother. Uh, you can pretend to be a leprechaun for a good cause. In March, there are marathons all over the country that encourage the participants to dress like leprechauns. Well, I don't think that's happening this year, and, I, and they don't mention what country it is. And then at the end here, you can make your own leprechaun trap. And there's a picture of this one. And I wish that I had some pictures of... When my daughter, Fanula, Fanula, who has an Irish name, was in her uh, first school where they went from kindergarten to eighth grade, the kindergarten first and second graders would make leprechaun traps every year to try and catch the leprechauns. And uh, we participated in it. It'd usually be a box with a little ladder to go up, and then you'd have some fake gold coins that you would put out. I'd probably have some fake gold coins in here if I really gave a look. Let me see if I can... Let me just see if I can find a fake gold coin um, while you're listening along. And I'll bring them by. Oh, here they are. Here's some gold coins um, from the old that we used to bait the leprechaun trap with. These, these are the gold coins. Um, as you can see, they've got a, they've got a uh, shamrock on one side and a shamrock on the other side. Oh, and these ones don't. These ones have got just a dollar sign. The gold coins are the dollar sign. So anyway, we would use these. We'd use these to bait uh, the leprechaun trap. And uh, one year, one year, one kid made his leprechaun trap. Oh, and this is some <laughs> some green paint on this one left over from the leprechaun tra trap days. Um, which again shows you that I'll save just about anything. Um, so one kid baited his leprechaun trap with. Uh, honey, or I think it was honey that the leprechauns were meant to go in after the coins, and then they would get stuck in the honey, and then you catch them the next day. And so uh, someone, leprechauns, teachers maybe, would uh, put in little footprints, green footprints on the on the floor. We, they never caught any leprechauns, but uh, every year the leprechauns, would, the traps would get disrupted and disturbed. But the year of the honey leprechaun traps, <laughs> there would be a lot of there would be a lot of uh, one-year cockroaches uh, in the leprechaun traps, and there was a fumigation that had happened at our daughter's school. So we weren't infested, infested with leprechauns, but we were, um, but we were, uh, but we were infested with cockroaches. So that can be a that can be a unintended consequence of the old leprechaun trap. Anyway, this look, I'm rich, St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to go down to the to the bar and see if I can. 
formerly Finn McCool's, now called Jameson's Irish Bar. Uh, I was just going to show you something in the back. Oh, I've got my new sign up. I've took down the poster of uh, Belinda and put up this sign, which celebrates Acme Comedy Company's, Company's 20th anniversary, which I was at. It was such a great couple of days, and I had to leave because I had another gig. But I'm going to reach out to the club to see... Um, to see if they might be doing a 30-year a celebration, because this was November 1 through 5 of 2011, and it's 2021. So that tells me that Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, uh, where Julie is from, who sent me this question box, and I'm going to ask and answer a quick question before the end of the show, because I've got to take my daughter to basketball. But uh, I'm hoping to get back. Um, who's had their shamrock shake? Jen, that's a good idea. Um, I'll have to get out to do that. Your grandson's trap was three tiny cups of different sweetness lemonade. Maybe it was a drowning trap. It could have been a drowning trap, Scott, but you're also going to wind up with insects with a trap like that. Um, Jen, you're saying you love the pick of Belinda. I did too, but I just wanted to put this up because this was the last club I worked before the uh, pandemic lockdown, and I'm hoping to get back to it. So I thought I'd put that up for now, but uh, I love that pick of Belinda, and I still have it. Don't worry, I didn't get rid of it. Um, I was going to read that question, but I've decided not to. Um, oh, I'm not going to read a question out of the question box. My first couple of questions I, I haven't really enjoyed. And, and uh, Oh, my God. Do you have a favorite stock pick? Do you have a favorite stock pick? <laughs> this is supposed to start a dinner conversation. Well, I did buy Apple stock. Uh, a long time ago when I bought my first uh, Apple computer and it turned out well for me. Um, but uh, I don't have a favorite stock pick. My favorite stock pick is the stock. Buy stock in companies that you think are awesome. I bought some Chipotle stock when they were going through their E. coli problems and that worked out for me. So that was good. Uh, Laura, you've been looking for shamrock shakes in Atlanta and they don't have them there. The closest is like an hour away. Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you like chicken stock, Gary. Boom! Boom! Um, score. You're the first of the, first of the basket on that one. All right. I've got to get out of here. So it's time for Seize the Day. And we'll be back tomorrow for Thursday's show. And tomorrow will be Thursday, I'm pretty sure. I've had my, I've had my workout. I've had my C-dip. And now I'm going to have my Seize the Day. C-dip, not C-diff. Uh, I've signed up for jiu-jitsu. I'll be back in there. It's time for Seize the Day. I hope you're all well. Fart machine is not plugged in. Let me quickly take my temperature before we get on with uh, Seize the Day. Um, 98 degrees. Beautiful. Today's Seize the Day is from Mary Schmitch, which is a pretty good name. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Flavi, you're saying it was a fun show today? Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Norman, you're saying good advice on picking stocks. You follow Warren Buffett's stock picks. Yeah, I've got a great book by Warren Buffett here that I don't have close enough to hold up. But yeah, he you don't don't buy stock in a company that you don't understand what they do. That's my advice. And, you know, you can learn things the easy way. You can learn things the hard way. And I can tell you from experience, everybody wants to learn it the hard way. And that's how I learned that one. Uh, Mary Schmitch, don't worry about the future. Or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. 
What the hell, Mary? Uh, I don't know who Mary is, but uh, thanks to her for that. Um, Best of luck, and uh, don't worry about the future. Take care of yourselves. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I will see you tomorrow. Um, Enjoy your evening. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Love to love you.